Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Hey, y'all. How are you? Wherever you are, I hope you're okay, no matter how you're feeling. I wanted to do a guided meditation. I learned this volunteering at the treatment center that I've been volunteering at for quite some time, but I have also seen a very similar version done at all of the 12-step retreats that I have been to, and sometimes they're called a reconciliation service or a forgiveness ceremony, and they work well for anything you need to let go of. So I thought it might be useful, especially in, in these times to have a guided meditation of that kind. And as a sensual person, a person who likes to engage her senses, this is a really powerful exercise because it also incorporates a really good technique for anxiety reduction, which is the five exercise. So in the moment that you're feeling anxiety to ground yourself, name five things you can touch or describe five things you can touch. Like you know, the ground beneath me, my my toes are digging into a carpet, I have a soft pillow, my skin is really soft, uh, stuff like that. Um, name five things you can smell, name five things you can see, name five things you can hear. And that typically tends to lower the parasympathetic nervous response of to anxiety, which is accelerated heart rate, increased breathing, you can have tingly extremities, you can feel like you're having a heart attack, chest pains, your ears can ring. For me, sometimes I get dots in front of my eyes, Um, all different kinds of things we can manifest out of anxiety. So all you have to do is find a place where you have a little bit of quiet and close your eyes, whether you're lying down in bed or you're locking yourself in a bathroom at work. I hope this exercise can help you and I'm going to teach you how I've been taught. So first we're going to close our eyes and take a couple deep breaths to center ourselves. Nice big belly breaths. Draw air in through your nose, into your belly, and then into your back and expand your ribs and your lungs and try and bring the air all the way up into your head if you can. Try to be aware of your body and to progressively relax from the top of your head in through your temples and the back of your head down. Relax your brows. Try and iron out any creases in your forehead behind your eyes. Relax your eyelids if they're gripped tightly shut. Pay particular attention to your jaw. If you can, leave a little bit of space, separate your teeth a little bit, make sure your tongue is on the bottom of your mouth and not pressed up to the top. Make sure your lips are relaxed. Even in behind your ears, the tiniest bone in the human ear is shaped like a stirrup. It's like if you put it on the head of a dime, it would be probably the size of the hole in the E of the dime. And now back through the top of your spine and the back of your head. Imagine that relaxing. It's almost like if you were a bar of chocolate melting. 
and down through your throat, up where your collarbones are, relax those, relax your shoulders. We hold a lot of tension in our shoulders, under your armpits, going down your biceps and your triceps, your upper arms into your elbows and down through your forearms and your wrists. And now we get to your hands. If your fists are clenched, let them go. Maybe separate your fingers for a couple of times. Wiggle them around. And now concentrate on your chest. Your chest wall is often very, very tight. Maybe even if you can and you're lying on your back, opening your arms up wide. Opening up your chest and your shoulder blades. Going down now in the top of your torso and your belly. Relax your belly. We often clench our bellies. Let it puff out and be beautiful and round. And through your lower back and over your hips and into your bum. Your bum cheeks, our glutes are often a huge place of stress for us. So if they're clenched, let them relax. In through your crotch. Thank God for your beautiful sacred parts. And up over your quads and upper legs, your hamstrings, your knees, down into your calves, your shins, into your ankles. Maybe twist your feet around a little bit. Wiggle your toes, separate them, point, flex. And now that your body's relaxed, I want you to imagine that you are lying in the grass of this beautiful, peaceful valley. And the grass is so soft that you can lie into it. And it's like lying on the most luxurious mattress. And it's a beautiful bright green. And there's little white flowers in the grass. And it smells grassy. And there's little white butterflies sort of dipping up and down to the meadow. And you're lying right beside a stream. And the stream is so clear and it's glinting in the sun. And you can hear it gurgling and babbling as it goes over rocks and sand. And maybe there's a little fish or two that's swimming around there. Or there's a frog on the bank. And you can see the difference as the grass leads into the water of the carpet of grass along the top and the rich black soil underneath it. And some of the rocks even have sparkles because of some of the um, minerals in them. And there are soft rolling hills where there are trees and some of the trees are budding and bursting into flowers. Some trees are already there. There's shade underneath these trees. The bark of the trees are, is so rough and beautiful. And you can tell that some of them are new baby trees because they're not really that wrinkly. And some of them are big oak and other trees that have been there for a long time. And it's the perfect temperature. It's exactly how you love it to be. And the sky is blue but has really beautiful little puffy cottony clouds that are going by. There's a little bit of a breeze and you can feel it on your face and in your hair. And your feet don't have socks on them so you can feel the grass. And you can hear birds in the distance. You can even see some of them nesting in the trees. You can hear the trill of cicadas in the distance. And you are peaceful and calm. And in this moment, there is nothing you need to do. There is nowhere you need to go. And you are completely at peace. Now, in the distance coming down the river, you can see a boat. A really beautiful wooden boat. And as the boat comes closer, 
you can see that there is a person in the boat. And this is one of your favorite people. And they are smiling at you as they're lazily letting the river carry the boat to you. And they have a paddle and they're paddling down very gently. And as the person gets closer and closer, you get warmer and warmer inside. You're so happy to see them. And it could be a person that you actually know or a person made up in your head. It could be God. It can be your grandmother. It can be a best friend. Or it can just be a person that you knew at one time. Somebody you've made up in your head even. And the person comes closer and closer. And you don't need to say a word. You communicate without words. You're just listening to the birds and the water. And watching this beloved person come close to you. And as the person pulls up to you, the boat stops and you look at each other and the person reaches behind them and takes out a box. And the box has flaps just like a cardboard box would and they open up the box and you look inside and the box is empty. And you know that you need to put something in the box that you have to let go of. And even though in this moment you are very peaceful, you know the things that you need to let go of and you don't need to feel them. You just need to know that whatever pops into your head is what you need to put in the box. And that might be fear of the unknown, fear of the future. It might be your worries over your own health or the health of someone else. It might be your worries of finances. How are you going to pay the bills? How are you going to send your kids to college? Are you going to have a job tomorrow? Do you have a job right now? Are you going to find a job? It could be a belief that you don't think you'll ever get sober, that you don't think you'll ever find someone, that God is not with you. God doesn't see you or hear you. It could be a dream that you think you can't attain, a belief that maybe you're ugly or you're not smart or people don't like you. It could be a, a long grief that you've been carrying with you that you know is time to put in the box, whether it's an animal, a pet, a job, a change of location. It could be your hopes for children or keeping your children safe. It could be anything that you are hanging on to. It could be hurts from your parents, abuses received at the hands of others, innocence that was taken away from you. It can be your overwhelming anxiety and dread over nothing in particular or your depression that you don't know where the stem is. Anything in this space where you are calm and at peace, you can put into that box. And it may look like anything to you. It may look like a stone. It may look like a mud pie. It may look like a sea urchin, all pointy. It could be anything. It could be representing your belief in God. It could be a cross. It could be a piece of clothing, yours or someone else's. It could be a color, maybe black or blue or red. It can be soft or smooth. It can be anything, a picture of someone, perhaps. You know what it is. And if nothing comes up, you can put the nothing in the box. And you put these things or this thing or nothing into the box. You scoop it up with your hands and you put it in the box. And this person who loves you, you know with all confidence that once this person takes it away, it's only going to be a distant memory or it's going to be a lessened burden on your soul. 
It may be removed entirely. It may be removed only momentarily. So this person reaches around and they take tape and they tape the box shut. And then they do something really curious. They grab a ribbon and they tie it over the box and then they kiss the box. They put it behind them. You exchange no words, but the feelings you exchange are, I love you. I appreciate you. I'll see you soon. And this person takes their foot and kicks the boat out just a little bit so that it's back into the stream. And you watch the boat get further and further and you feel more and more at peace. And this person who was lifelike and just the same size as you before is now going into the distance and you watch the boat lazily going down the river. Sometimes the paddle goes in and helps the boat, but very slowly the person in the boat gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until they're just a speck on the horizon. And then soon you see nothing at all. And you lay back into the grass and you close your eyes and you have a smile on your face that speaks of peace and trust and serenity. And the best part of this is that any time you want to come back here to this very special place, you can. There is no reason why you cannot. And you can give it a name. You can change the weather. You can change the landscape if you want. You are in control. And know that that person in that boat with that box will never have the same box again. Wherever they are, the next time you see them, they'll have a new box that they can open that you can put things into. So we'll take a couple breaths now. As we come back into our bodies and we move around a little bit, maybe we yawn or stretch, we open our eyes, we wiggle our fingers and our toes. And we have gratitude to ourselves for this moment. We thank our hearts for beating, doing so much work that we're not even aware of. We know that in this state, we are in the best state for any kind of health, mental well-being, physical health, spiritual health and vitality and that you have done this with me maybe with your higher power but you have done this and you can come back here again so I hope this has been a few moments of peace and relaxation and serenity for you and I will talk to you soon <laughs>